act like I never told you. What a great morning to talk some Aggie sports with you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into Tech Sags Radio, presented by David Gardner's Jewelers here in the Rollo Insurance Studio. All right, so we got the A&M baseball team rolling yesterday like that. They take care of Lamar. We have the A&M men's basketball team winning by 14 over Georgia. Something that I believe if Sam checks the tape, you'll see that I told you that was going to happen yesterday, guys. I'm, I'm telling you, I, I felt good about that game. Yes, it's Georgia, but uh, every once in a while I'm right about something. Quentin Jackson, fantastic once again for A&M. Uh, they hit eight three-pointers as a team, 35%, 75% of their free throws. Uh, they were hitting their layups, 20 of 24 there. Good stuff there, and Quentin Jackson ties his career high there with 31 uh, Buzz Williams said it was the play. It wasn't the plays that he drew up on defense or on offense. It was just the tenacity they played with, and a man that hit uh, probably the roulette table with a lot of tenacity is Olin Buchanan. As we start here, the go hour with my buddy who's been in Las Vegas for the last few days. Good morning, sir. Good morning. It is the go hour, by the way. What's up, man? Uh, I did not go to the roulette table. What'd you do? I played. Some slots. Okay. I played blackjack a lot. I played some three card poker, and uh, um, and my my uh, my luck was kind of like the A and M basketball season. Start fast, looking good, thinking it's going to be, you know, a big year, a big night, a big trip, and then I went through a period where I went on a crippling losing streak. Crippling losing streak. <laughs> and, and, and then yes, tried to tried to fight back. But fortunately, Mrs. Buchanan was there, and, you know, she's a lot luckier than me, which is apparent because, you know, she married me, and uh, and, and she did quite well. So I reminded her that what she, you know, what she wins, I, you know, half comes to me. I did not win that argument, but uh, it did soften the blow. Well, I gave you a little bit of props or I think you're crazy, one of the two. Which is? You're on vacation, and it's midnight. I don't know what time it is, and you're on freaking Zoom calls with coaches. You're writing columns. You're do- like, you, are, you make it harder for us to take time off because you're so good at your job, Olin. Well, uh, normally I would never take time off during, definitely during football season and not basketball, and basketball season. But my niece was playing the national tournament. And uh, we want, you know, we support yeah. our, our family. So, I, you know, it's important for us to go. And uh, I thought, well, I can still, because of Zoom. Technology, yeah. Technology, I could still do my job, or at least most of it. So, you know, I thought it was the right thing well, to do. Well, I hate, especially with baseball season starting, so many people here had other things to do. And I hate for somebody to have to do the job that I'm paid to do. Right. Well, I, I thought it was awesome. And oh, thank you. You know, when I go on, I'm taking a family cruise this summer. I'm not going to be hopping on Zooms, but that's in J- July. So yeah. it, 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 absolutely. But yes, where are you going? Uh, I don't even know yet. My oh. mom randomly booked it. Okay. Um, I think it's you know, those are great family trips. Oh, I've fantastic. done that before, and you know, you're there all together and all, all day. We've done it. Uh, this will be our third family cruise here in the last five years. It's something that, like, as my parents have gotten older, I think mm. it's, a, it's a great thing for them because they don't have to be as mobile. You know, they right. have, and if you want to be mobile, you can get off the, the ship and, and do whatever you want. So we're looking forward to that. But I, I, I thought it was great that you did that. So uh, I know you, you were at basketball last night, right? Mm, yes, I was. All right, let's, let's talk a little bit about what you saw yesterday because 
One of the things that I was really impressed by was the fact that I know it's Georgia, so I, I say this like it's Georgia. It doesn't matter. Hey, Georgia beat Alabama. There you go. It almost beat Auburn. The few times that Georgia would make some kind of run, A and M always had a counter, and that's what we saw early. And we saw that in the second half, and A and M was just able to step on their throats. They did um, early. There was one juncture where Auburn. I thought they hit four threes in a row, but one was a long two. So they had uh, hit a two and then three consecutive threes and got up twenty-one fourteen. You know, A and M came back from that strong and had the lead at halftime, and then a fourteen-zero run, right? Uh, yeah, and seventeen-three overall, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, in the second half, with 10 minutes to go, Georgia hits a couple threes and gets within seven. Now, remember, in Athens, A&M was up 17, 17 right. and fell behind and had to win it on a last-second three-pointer. By a guy who didn't play this right, past Mark game. Right, Williams. Yeah. So um, here they are. They had a lead, and it's cut to seven. And you're thinking, oh, is this going to happen again? No. Hassan Diar goes down there, hits a three. Quentin Jackson, who was absolutely marvelous, comes out and gets a layup, and A&M outscores them 13-4 to over the next two minutes. And A&M never had the extended scoring drought. Obviously, they scored 91 points. They answered Georgia's rallies. They limited offensive rebounds. Two offensive rebounds for Georgia. No, no second-chance points. That's huge. They shot well from the three-point line. They shot well at the free-throw line. They shot well from the field. They only had nine turnovers. I thought, and I kind of wrote this, and but I thought we got a glimpse of what A&M could be. Now, I understand it, like you said, it's against Georgia. But it's not like, and Georgia's not very good, but Georgia can be dangerous, as like as Alabama knows, as Memphis knows, as Auburn found out. And A&M can be dangerous. Unfortunately for them, uh, their half-court offense has has really hit them hard at times. But Well, did you see what they were doing in the half court last night? Well, they, they drove to the rim a well, lot more. But when they got to the half court, not all the time, but very often, they just gave the ball to Quentin Jackson at the, at the top of the circle. And Quentin, everything was going through Quentin. And he started, you know, he's so quick, he's driving and getting layups, which is one of the reasons they only missed four layups, is he was spectacular. And then... They Georgia had to collapse on him, and he's kicking it out. Uh, Quentin Jackson, uh, I mean, he was just such a catalyst last night in so many ways. Let's look at those numbers right there. Quentin Jackson, 31 points, 4 of 6, 6 steals, 11 of 11, and his threes were 3. He missed three. one free throw. He was like 5 of 6 or 7 of 8, something like that. Free. So he missed one shot all night. It was a free throw. And... He has been in a pretty nice hot streak. He, look, he's, he's been the leading scorer for, for most of this year. But uh, over the last couple of weeks, he has really been leading the charge. Yeah. Back-to-back games over 20 points. Here you go, his last three games. 23 points a game, 2.6 rebounds, 62% from the field, free throw percentage 92.6. He has scored double digits in 10 consecutive games. Yeah. I remember he had that game, what was it, Missouri, where he missed the front end of a one-on-one when they had a chance to – Tie, yeah, and I remember Buzz Williams saying, "Look, you know, if you're, if we're having a a contest of free throws, he's the first guy picked. So, you know, he's the guy you'd want up there. And so it was just a bad luck, but that kind of 
proves 90, 92.6% at the foul line uh, through, through three games. For a team that had games shooting less than 50%, for a team that has been that bad from the free throw line, for an early stretch, and look, they've ha- they have a lot of other issues too, but that, hitting 92% of your, your free throws in, your, in this last little, was it a 10-game stretch, um, for a guy who gets to the, to the rim and gets fouled, that's, that's how you're going to get your bucket. Did you see his assist to Henry Coleman just before the half? Yes, yes. That was, that was uh, ESPN top 10 material, I thought. Well, and Henry Coleman bouncing back, too. Another yeah. name that, uh, you know, that these, look, I'm not reading way too much into this game. But it's nice to know that uh, that style still causes fits for teams, and they did it to Florida. And Florida, you know, you saw what they did a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and now Georgia, the, the lowest end of the SEC. But it doesn't matter. Get some victories. I, feel good into going into the offseason. You know, I think Buzz has done some things with his lineup, and he's uh, it's, it's difficult to do, but sometimes you're going to bench guys that are being unproductive and play guys that are being more productive. They started at Man- Manny Obes- Obasaki. Yep. And uh, he's inconsistent like, like a freshman him. can be, but he gives you a burst. He does. And then, you know, again, just put the ball in Quentin's hand more. And um, uh, I think, uh, again, you don't want to overreact to a win over the worst team in the conference. But that was a glimpse of what A&M can be. Yep, they just uh, they just need to be a little bit more efficient offensively, and we saw that last night. Let's go around the room and say hello, Dalton Hughes. Good morning to you, sir. Oh, good morning. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Good, good to have you back, Olin. It's good to be back. You're a lot better to listen to in the morning than Zane and Broninger, I must say. Well, you're yeah. yeah thanks for setting the bar kind of low there, but uh, appreciate it. Were you're you welcome. listening to those guys? No, I didn't. I have to admit, I usually wasn't awake. You know the two-hour time yeah. difference. So by the time I would wake up, they would be off. So how do you feel now? Like what time do you feel like it is? Does it? No, feel I feel like great. It? Okay. Yeah, uh, I'll admit uh, that we went into one of the cannabis stores because <laughs> because we were told. Listen to this. We were told that you can buy something that helps you sleep. It's a it's a gummy. Yeah, and, that's the thing, Olin. And it you know and it's legal. I mean you you can bring it into Texas all this. So it's but it just helps you sleep. And it did. When you say helps you sleep, like you get to sleep faster, deeper sleep, what do I you mean? I think it's deeper sleep. Huh. And what's funny is he doesn't know he was asleep. Yeah, yeah. true. So anyway, I walk in, and I've got on an A&M sweatshirt when we walked in. At first, I mean, I didn't know we were going. It was kind of like spur of the moment. And a couple of people came over to me, older people, yeah. you know, my age, and said, hey, gig them. You know, I said, are you Aggies? Yeah, we're from Houston. Oh, like that. Right. So, so uh, you know. Met some Aggies in the cannabis store. We got another Vegas story that uh, I want you to get into some uh, insight to yeah. Heisman uh, conversations. But right now, let's go to the news and the social center. Anna Rosa Peterson, good morning to you. Good morning. I'm just over here trying to keep up with this weather. Yesterday, it's super hot and humid, and now today, it's supposed to rain and in the 30s. But Texas. I know. It's just Texas for you. Texas and so Last night, know. we were at soccer practice, like this is my life, in Houston, though. We had practice in Houston, and it was humid, and the coach was complaining about sweating a little bit. By the time we drove back to College Station, we're not talking like we're Woodlands area, Tomball, like not far. It was so cold last night. It went from humid to cold here, and the, the wind that, you know, I know they were talking about it at Olsen last night, but, uh, yeah, the, the weather is just so bipolar. Yeah, so consider this your daily weather report, but I, I'm I'm tired of it. I wish I lived in California, minus the 
every other aspect of California besides the weather. But You mean California is always 50 or 60 degrees? Well, I, I like the 70s. When it's in the 70s, that's where I'm thriving, I would say. Okay, like Texas yeah. half the time. Yeah, okay. No, well, I guess kidding. I'll stay put. Yeah. <laughs> it is winter. Yeah, yeah it is that's winter. That's true. That's true. Well, Brent says that wasn't your... That wasn't your luck, OB. That's just Vegas. So yeah. feel good about that. Yeah, there were some guys at the tables that were having a lot harder time than I was. I felt bad for them. And there were some people that did quite well. There's this uh, one side bet you can make, uh, and if you, it's uh, something with a blackjack. And, yep. and if you get a blackjack and your dealer gets a blackjack, if you do that side bet, you win $1,000 or right. 1000 to 1. So I guess if you have a $5 bet, you know. So... I got a blackjack, and the dealer got a blackjack. Right. But I didn't make that side bet, and the dealer ragged on me the next, you know, the rest of the, like, two oh. hours I was there. Every time she had the opportunity to did say something. Did you at least take take your money, or did you let it play out? I didn't get anything. That's it, what I'm saying. It, you pushed. have the option to take even money, though, right? Oh, no, no, no. Not not at that table. No. Because I asked. <laughs> I was say. But had I played the – so then when I would play it, you never get it. The the the, the dealer, as soon as I put, would would just rag on right. Me. Oh yeah, now had, you're gonna do. I it. had a good experience with that when I was in Vegas before the uh, pandemic broke out. As I was on a plane when Rudy Gobert and all that yeah. happened in 2020. Yeah, Fun times. Good times. You NRL. were in Nashville, Olin. I have photographic evidence yes. that you were in Nashville. <laughs> Anna Russell, what else you got for us? I have some notes. Women's basketball prepares to face number one South Carolina tomorrow night at Reed Arena at 7:30. It won't just be Blair's final home game as head coach, but the Aggies will unveil the court at Reed Arena as Gary Blair Court, which will feature his signature and name on the hardwood. And I believe we'll have Blair on the show later today to talk about that. And then in women's golf, the number 16 Texas A&M team was led by Jenny Park, who tied for six at the Icon Invitational, went seven under 209 this week at the par 72, 6,392-yard golf club of Houston. Anna Rosa, I, I noticed that you skipped a, a text message. Yes, yes, I I'll get I mean, to I, that. Don't worry. I think this is where we should go. <laughs> David oh. from Temple says Nuno over Logan, Nuno over Billy. Oh, yes. 14-8-18, but it's still double digits. Maybe Logan should come on and ask David for perceptions of the men's basketball team. So I thought I said 14, but I must have said 18 yesterday. I told Logan on the show, and we joked that if I if my – what do you call it? My prediction came true that I was going to text them in the evening. And my prediction came true. I said on the air they were going to hit, I think I said they were going to hit eight three-pointers. I might be wrong, but I think I said that. The tape will say, and they were going to win easily by double digits. I might have said 18, uh, but 14 is, is pretty darn good, too. Yeah. I have, look, this is the thing about predictions. I told this to Logan. We only talk about them when they're right. So I'm wrong a lot. Last night I took a gamble, and I was right. I... I like to talk about them when we, when you're right and wrong, yeah, or I'm right and wrong, you know, because I'll, uh, you know, I own it. Uh, not that saying you won't, but uh, that, you know, if you make predictions, don't you just have to hold yourself accountable when you're wrong? Sure, sure. But I like to pat myself on the back when you beat the worst team in the SEC. And, and I don't have to worry about holding myself accountable because there's guys like I Doc Mike and and Chase and all and. Sutton and all those guys that listen to us all the time that will remind uh, 
Forrest and Welliken that will remind you when you're off. <laughs> you named all the guys that don't like me. Just kidding. Now everybody likes you, David. Chase does. Everybody uh, likes yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's do this. Let's I don't do think these. there's a person alive that I thought Mike doesn't like. No, he's the, one of the nicest humans I've ever met. Yeah. And, the, and all the others, too. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of IDOC Mike. Right now, the Association of Former Students, uh, did you know they've been around for over 140 years? That's right. Your financial gifts have empowered them to be here, to be there, to be everywhere. They are in support of the Aggie Network. They, they love uh, everything that Aggies do, and they've been helping out Aggies for such a long time. And uh, I'm telling you, I can start reading the list, but when you think about how your dollars go to other places, we're talking about around the world, not just one spot, the study abroad scholarships. Academic scholarships here on campus, Midnight Yell, support of the MSC, Fish Drill Team. None of that's possible without your help. And hopefully right now you're thinking about ways you can help, and it's real simple. A couple less lattes a month, folks, and you're a part of that Century Club. That's right, $9 a month, $100 a year. You get the plaque, the decal, the Texas Aggie magazine. Plus you're continuing in the oldest, most inspiring tradition of Aggies helping other Aggies out there. To learn more about the impact of the association, make a gift or get involved Visit AggieNetwork.com slash giving. Yeah. The Soul to Swing. Soul to Swing. Yeah, that's what I meant. From, from about 1978. I, I think it was say. 78. Yeah, yeah. circa 78. Yeah, yeah. That's a Mark Knopfler. I think, and I might be wrong here, wasn't one of the first videos, not the first video, but one of the early videos on MTV uh, when it first came out. I think Dire Straits was, I might be wrong there, but I, th- I think that sounds right. Well, probably not. In the first couple of years, but you know, like I think one of their more uh, popular videos would have been Dire Straits, like uh, Walk of Life, and they show all the NFL highlights. Yeah, and then uh, Money for Nothing. Money for Nothing was definitely a banger. Yeah, what was so, it like eighty mid eighties? Yeah, yeah sometime later. Yeah, and we're Texas Radio. We're presented by David Gardner's Jewelers. We're here in the Rollo Insurance Studio. And uh, I feel like it's uh, 97.9, the box in Houston. We have to give out shout-outs to everybody. But, uh, Anna Rosa, we're going to go back to you because uh, some people yeah, are not happy with OB. Go. Yeah, I, we may have to give another shout-out round here coming up. Kalachi Matt says, wow, no shout-out from Olin. Guess it's time to come down with some goodies for the Texas. Well, you can group. do that. But, th- see, there you go. I'm, it's morning. I'm just trying to go off the top of my head. I c- could have said Derm Doc. I could have said Derm Doc. Yeah, he was going to call the show yesterday. I, he didn't end up I could have said Kalachi Matt should have. Uh, I, I'm so panhandle slim for goodness sake. So the guy, uh, I can't remember the guy's name up in Norman, Oklahoma. Uh, 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 gosh, see, uh, what's it? This is going well. What's the guy's name in Denver? Spencer. 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 I saw him here in, and I guarantee well, you he's listening. Yeah, I did. So there's so yeah. many, uh, David, Bohunk, Bohunk. Dave, Dave. So thank Jim, you all. Jim and Temple. We love y'all. I'm just going to, I'm going down. I, I'm sorry. Line. I can't remember everybody. Dylan Tabor. Here you go. Wink. East of East Texas. Seth yep. Ross. Allen and CS. There you go. I'm just going to keep reading. 334. Sorry. Let's uh, now do. <laughs> Let's Sandy. Do. Oh, big fan of Sandy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We, we, we'll keep Jason and Waco. I'll keep going. Philip Vargas. <laughs> there you go. Kelly Adams. All right, let's go. Let's. I'm just randomly. Love you all. Robert Nuno, listening. My dad. Hey, uh, let's go Your to brother. Anna Rosa. My brother Alex probably not listening. Anna Rosa. Yes. Let's do this. <laughs> so awkward. Let's do the word of the I day. I did that on purpose because, you know, you make me feel awkward. I got to dish it out sometimes. All right. So word of the day. Visualize this. Oh, We're going to no. define fill in the blank. Okay. Oh, no. This is going wrong. Has entered the chat. Does that make sense? So it's a blank. Yeah. 
has entered the chat. Olin so has entered the can, chat. Exactly. You can Bohunkin. fill in that blank with whatever you want. So basically, when a topic is presented or being discussed and causes summoning of a person or people with relation to this said topic of curiosity or interest, it is frequently commented on videos or just anything online as a joke. And it's also parallel to the common phrase, has left the chat. You can use either one, depending on what you're so talking like about. So like if somebody spaces mad. out, right? So like Olin, I'm telling him something, he's spacing out. I said, Olin has left the chat. Would you, that work? You could, yeah, that would make sense. Uh, so basically the origin of it is it's a reference to the old chat rooms that you could use online. Wait, wait, those are old? Well. They don't do that anymore? I mean, okay. AOL chat? I guess you could, like, Facebook Messenger would make sense, but I'm just thinking, like, at least for me, I had a Nintendo DS, and we had, like, chat rooms. Can you say that this again? This is my generation. Can you say what you just said again? N Nintendo DS. Nintendo? Nintendo. Okay, thank you. You dropped <laughs> the N on it. <laughs> um, so, anyways, that's what I'm referring to there, but so a couple examples that would make sense if I'm talking about superheroes, maybe Batman. Oh, David like has entered the chat, yes, right? Yes, I'm in. He's engaged. He's He wants to talk about it. Uh, for Jamie, she likes the Jonas Brothers. If we're talking about that, I'm sure you all know she's played a couple Jonas Brothers yeah. songs back then. My friend's the Jonas Brothers. I'm a big friend exactly. of them. Exactly. Jamie has entered the chat. Um, in reference to the weather, Winter has entered the chat. That's kind of a dumb one. I, but don't, remember, <laughs> I don't remember which one, and I've told Jamie this. She knows. There's one of Jonas Brothers. I believe I've been to his apartment. I don't know if it's really? Joe or the other one. Um, wow. What's it called? Snake by the Ocean? Joe, Nick. The one from Cake by Cake the Ocean. By the, okay, that's Joe. Joe. Wow. We had a, a shoot with, I think it was his apartment. Um, Very cool. It was uh, a shoot for ABC 13. They were performing 4th of July um, in Houston for the Freedom Over Texas concert, and we flew to New York to do an interview wow. with them. They were the headline. And, yeah, we did it with all those. They were super, very cool guys, but... Uh, I don't know the difference. I just know he was one of the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> My uh, uh, interaction with musical genius was I once went to the house, and you probably won't know who this is, of Augie Myers of the Texas Tornadoes. Texas Tornadoes, all right. Yeah. yeah. No, I just left the chat on that conversation. Yeah, yeah. I did too. <laughs> Olin, what would make you want to enter the chat? Uh, anything. Anything. I know. Okay. Uh, bring up just about any yeah, conversation right now. Sure. Hey, uh, we do need to get back to some sports, yes, but I want to tell you this. Uh, I was listening to Joe Rogan last week, and I forget who he had on, um, one of the comedians he had on, and they spent maybe 35 minutes on Mick Jagger Yeah. talking about being the coolest man on the planet. Is that right? And talking about <laughs> how he, even at this day, I think he said he's the same age as, as the president of the United States. He is still rocking out. He is still partying. He is still spectacular. And I thought of you, and I, and I honestly am growing in my love for Mick because of our conversation, but really Joe Rogan co-signing your, your Yeah, thoughts. it's kind of like my wife then. When I say something, it, 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 it's quickly dismissed. But if someone else says something, then it's, all then it's oh, it's gospel. It is. Yeah, I, I bet you there's a lot of guys that can uh, relate to that. If I tell my wife, hey, you need to do this with your car, she'll go, what do you know? Right. But if someone else says, oh, okay, yeah, I'll do that. Uh, probably happens to a lot of guys. Nathan says, listeners have left the chat. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I bet you're still listening, Nathan. Just telling you. Everybody. Aggies love to just rag on people. Yeah. 
Including us, no, especially us. Everybody rags on people. All right, when we come back here on the show, we do got to get it back to on the rundown. We got to go back to uh, Quentin Jackson. Also, baseball. I don't think we've given enough love to baseball this hour. Um, some thoughts on that. Um, I was trying to watch and listen to both at the same time. It was uh, kind of difficult. We'll talk about that and uh, just the way the the start of the season has gone. Um, so a lot more of that. But right now, I want to talk about uh, the Aggie loan expert, Christine Engler. We love it. Aggies, of course, and, and she loves being in this area, class of 1997. Uh, she's got a great team, and they, they put together so many different options for you out there. Her loan options offer down payments as low as 3%. Everything is underwritten in-house, and the Aggie loan expert can accept credit scores at or above 550. Her team can close an FHA loan in as little as 21 days. And here's the big thing. They offer competitive rates. Christine Engler, AggieLoanExpert.com. Uh, she's really doing wonderful work for this market, and uh, right now is a great time. You know, like we're, we're getting closer to spring. People are going to start putting their houses out there. You know, think about Christine and the Aggie Loan Expert when you get to that, that point, and uh, she's somebody you can check out real quick, AggieLoanExpert.com. Terms and conditions apply. Christine Engler, the Aggie Loan Expert, NMLS number 1309378. Company NMLS number 1324641, Equal Housing Opportunity. I like it a lot, actually. Texas Radio presented by David Garner's Jewelers here in the Rollo Insurance Studio. OB, it has, uh, it's been fun to have so much action again here in this area. You know, we were so busy during football season. Basketball takes over, uh, but now we've got basketball going on, track and field going on indoors. Um, we've got, uh, obviously, swimming and diving. We're going to talk to the women's coach here shortly. Um, we've got baseball, obviously, starting, and it's been fun to see the team start. And, look, it's kind of like basketball when you beat a team like Georgia. You don't read too much into it, especially with as much film as we have on basketball. We know who they are pretty much. Baseball, we're still we're going to be finding out who they are for the next five, six weeks. Yeah, I used to always tell Gabe to pump the brakes. You know, Gabe is uh, Mr. Sunshine, and he'll tell you that when it comes to baseball and they would open the season by beating a team from the Northeast that hadn't been outside yet. And he would be sending them to Omaha. And I would say, look, they haven't beaten anybody yet. Yeah, if you're going to base your expectations on what it's like to play, who they just play, not Lamar, but before that, um, uh, Fordham, Fordham. Yeah. If you're going to base your expectations by playing a team of Fordham's caliber, Fordham's caliber, great. But what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to beat teams like Mississippi State and Ole Miss and Vanderbilt and Florida and so on and so forth, LSU, so Arkansas. And we've seen the previous coach who was fired win the the four, you know, the the kind of games that A&M's won. So I, while I still have great optimism for Jim, uh, for Coach Schlossnagel and his what's going to happen here, I have no reaction. I know nothing. I know about as much right now as I would if the football team beat Prairie View. Sure, and and I think that's fair. Um, some things we can look at though is that the early reports that we were getting about Trevor Warner for the start of the season, seemed to be true. Um, and, and we saw him in three areas this weekend excel. He could hit the ball. You know, obviously, he drove in some runs. He can field there at third. He can run. Um, so early reviews on particular players have been nice. Pitching has looked nice. Again, yes, I understand the caliber of opponent 
that they're playing doesn't tell you the entire story. Uh, but it's better than the alternative. I'm not saying Trevor Werner's not going to be great. He probably is. But I can remember a guy that opened the season with three home runs against somebody like Bowling Green and barely showed up the rest of the season. So nothing that, in my mind, nothing that was seen uh, yet matters. Right. And, and, and the reason how come I'm being so – I'm putting so much emphasis on that is because I said the same thing, and that was the position I always took with Rob Childress as coach. So wouldn't it be then inconsistent if I sure, had a different yeah. – Standard for Coach Schlossnagel. No, I, I, I'm not arguing that at all. I, I'm just saying what we've seen so far, I like. I like the style of baseball they're playing. Look, we'll, we'll find out. You know, we will find out. Mississippi State lost a couple this weekend, but yet they took on a pretty good opponent, uh, Long Beach State. But we're, we're going to find out about them as the next month comes by. But they need these at-bats. They need these pitches. They need these game situations. They, and this past weekend, we saw different types of victories. We saw a blowout. We saw a tight game and a come from behind. And uh, and then yesterday, a game where they scored five runs in the first inning, set the tone able and, uh, early in that one, and just able to cruise after that. Well, it's my understanding Fordham typically is pretty good in its – Yeah. So, so maybe that tells you something. But I would say this. In most situations, I would be more concerned than optimist or than encouraged – by winning a close game and a come-from-behind game against Fordham. Now, again, I'm not saying that Fordham may be excellent. So I'm just saying that I'm playing. I'm a team that wants to, to, to compete with the very best in the country. So starting with a three-game sweep over Fordham doesn't mean anything to me. And then having to come from behind to win one of those games and being locked in a really close game with one of them makes me wonder what to expect. Now, look, I get it. It's the first game for everybody. So I, I always say, you know, never even, even if they had lost, though, never even. Read too much into it either. Read way. into as, the first month. Yeah. What I'll say to that is I kind of look at this as the beginning of football season, spring ball. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this as just, I'm just putting my eyes on these guys, getting to know them. Right. right, as well you should. That's a great, I think that's I think that's an even better analogy, is comparing it to spring ball. Because we're watching them develop. I'm getting to see how they swing, how they run, how they feel. And for me, and really for a lot of this team, these are new players, a lot of new players. Mm-hmm. There are some existing players, obviously, um, some that didn't reach their potential last year, some that have shown what they can be. But it's just an opportunity. It's like watching them at practice. All right, I see what he did there. All right, we'll see how he does against LSU, but I see what he did there. You know, th- So right. there is that. But I, I, and I might be a little sunshine here too. I don't know if this team's going to go to the College World Series or host a regional. I just know that there are, so far it's been fun to watch. And I, I, I'm more than anything, I like watching Schlossnagel's approach, how involved he is there in, in the dugout, and, and how, how the CEO that he is, yes, but the hands-on version of it, and how he's involved in every aspect of that team. That, right there, what you said, is the source of my optimism. Mm-hmm. Not anything that happened last week or last night, but it's Schlossnagel himself and the way he coaches is the source of my 
optimism. Now, I think that they're going to get better as the season goes along. And I've talked to Coach Lossnagel about scheduling, and he likes to schedule more difficult opponents. Yeah. So uh, I think he would tell you, just as, as you've been saying, I, I wouldn't read it too much into what's happened yet. Uh, but the way he coaches and the way he goes about his business is what still has me optimistic. And there is there's something about game experience. I don't care who you're playing, going through another opponent who is trying to strike you out, regardless of how good they are. There is something, and there's also something to be said about getting hot against inferior opponents. Did it work out for the men's basketball team? I don't know. They started off pretty well in SEC play because they played well, and you know, and then they ran into a, a you know a buzzsaw, lost a couple of games that they should have won. Then they started losing because they were losing. There's something to be said about playing good ball, entering SEC play, regardless of who the opponent is. And you're going to take on some good teams before you get there. I would be telling, you know, my message, not that anybody cares, but my message, had they, let's say they'd gone two and one or one and two. My message would be, it doesn't really matter yet. I mean, I know you always want to win, but that doesn't mean that's who the team is going to be. And that's what I would say about, you know, being 4-0 at this point. You know, in baseball, in Major League Baseball, I should say, people don't really look into your spring training standings, right? They don't really look into the wins. It's more about getting your pitcher's arms ready for for the long haul of mm-hmm. the season, getting your, your timing and your at-bat, and that's what this is right now, right? Yeah, they're, absolutely. They're, they're, they're absolutely doing that, and look, if you can win all of them, great, because if you can beef up your – Non-conference schedule, when you get into SEC play, which has so many friggin' top 25 teams, um, you know, I, I don't know what you need to do in SEC play to be a tournament team, but I think this is uh, the look of a tournament team. Well, this is what I'm going to get. I always get myself in trouble with Aggies. They get mad at me at this Aggie baseball fanatics. get really mad at me when I say this. But the Aggies, I heard the whole A. Olsen magic thing when they won the – does it? Are you? Do you really need magic to beat Fordham? I don't think you do. Or you shouldn't. So, but it's still magic in the in the b- bottom of the ninth inning, like to 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 have what was it? Three straight foul balls on three and two. I mean, that's the magic part of it. Like, dude, I can be playing flag football or a video game, and it feels like a magical, you know, like event to come back and win. Like, it doesn't matter any kind of competition when you come back. Thumb wrestling, it still feels great. It is magical, especially having your crowd out there and it being uh, Schlossnagel's first weekend as the skipper of real games, I should say. Um, but we'll uh, we'll have to continue that here yes. later okay. on on the show. Thank you, Obi. You bet. When we come back here on the program, Steve Boltman's going to be here, the uh, women's swimming and diving coach. Uh, look back at the SECs from this past weekend. Right now, let's talk Heritage Films. Chance McLean, yourheritagefilm.com. They make documentary films about your parents, your family, and maybe even of Olin's adventures there in Las Vegas. They'll follow you through the entire process. They're going to tell your story, everything, right, from beginning to end. They'll ask you questions you didn't even think about. They'll get pictures of your youth. They'll get videos from your youth. Everything that you have, you know, maybe you don't have that much. You're worried your words you have those words they put it together into an awesome film chance does the interview he lights it he edits it it takes him about two months to get it all done and then you're going to get this documentary netflix style film that you can share with your entire family it's first class stuff guys you're going to jump all over it when you see it uh, you're going to love what chance does he's uh, the most creative guy i know out there uh, and he's only advertising with us and the michael berry show because he thinks that our audience cares about their history more than other
other places, guys. That's why Aggies seem to call them all the time. 713-893-8341. 713-893-8341. Yourheritagefilm.com. That's yourheritagefilm.com. And we're back, Tech Radio. We're presented by David Gardner's Jewelers here in the Rollo Insurance Studio. Appreciate everybody listening in. Uh, if you want to text in the show, you can do that on the AMB text line, 979-693-1150, AMB, a call station branch of the Amarillo National Bank. The website is anb.com. You can also call us on the BCSI hotline, 979-693-1150. We turn our attention now to the A&M women's swimming and diving team coming off the SEC championships. Yesterday we spoke to the men. Today we talked to, talked to Steve Boltman, the head coach over there. How are you, sir? Good, thanks. thanks. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming in. I appreciate it. I'll get you a little closer to the All mic, right. sir. So uh, let, let's talk about Chloe. She had a, a great weekend. Talk about what she was able to do, and uh, not only one of the top freestylers in the country, but um, the way she continues to excel. Yeah, she had a heck of a meet. Uh, not totally rested because we figured she was already qualified for NCAAs, but she certainly solidified that. Uh, breaking the school record in the 200 free and, you know, making a, a, a new best time in her 100 free as well. So, and did very well on a number of our relays. And uh, she, what, last, two top eight events and also made it to the NCAAs last year. So right, continuing right. that. Yes. And uh, let's talk a little bit about the relays. Um, you get some automatic qualifiers, is that Yeah, right? we had two uh, two relays make A cuts and two relays make B cuts. Um, we feel like we have four individuals going to NCAAs as of right now, and four of our five relays would go. Uh, we have a last chance meet this weekend, um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and this is the last weekend that you can qualify for NCAA. So we'll have a hopefully maybe pick up another couple of girls that can can make the meet. But it's it's pretty fast this year with with NCAA allowing another year for people to come back. It's it's quick. Yeah, so. let's, let's talk about that, because the experience then kind of changes things like you're you're now having people who've have done it for such a long time and they're getting better with time as well usually they do yeah and so that's that's made it faster absolutely for sure uh, i'm going to throw you out a couple names bobby kennett jordan Buschler, is that right Bushler. Bushler, sorry and katie yeah. owens and chloe obviously 3 14 24 in the 400 talk about that group oh that was good um you know, sprinting is very important in, you know, swimming and track and, you know, and so for them to to step up and do that, that was that was really good. And going into finals, I knew we had a chance to make that a cut and just kind of planted that seed, uh, both in the 400 medley relay, which was the day before, which they hit the a cut right on the dot, the hundredth. And then that 400 free, you know, just reminded them, hey, we, we can get this done. And, and they stepped up and did it and was good. Help us under, I know you mentioned the last chance meet, but help us understand the, the way you pick the events and who's going to go. Is it, is it just based on this is your last opportunity? Right. And, and it's, you know, obviously they, they swim their better events uh, and where we need them as a team. But then it's basically picked by the best times in the country. Um, and they'll usually with the women, they'll take the top 
37, 39 swimmers that will make it in individual events like that. So it's it's quick. Is there somebody this season that has turned it on that you, I mean, have just watched from the beginning to now, like, wow, you've really grown in this short amount of time? I, I would say probably the most remarkable, I mean, we've had, you know, you name Bobby Kennett, mm-hmm. she's improved a lot. She's picked up her training and practice, and usually when that happens, the fast times are going to come. But, but Jordan Bushler, you certainly wouldn't script it. She got COVID the second week of school. She got mono about a month later. She had COVID again in January, and thankfully early January, we took her to meet, and she went all lifetime best times and was on a couple of our relays, and just, you know, you just, you you know, you scratch your head, and you go, I certainly wouldn't design a training program like this for, but, you know, it, it shows if you want it, if you have that mentality that I don't care that I've been sick three times, I'm getting up and racing, you know, that's so, so important. How did COVID, because every coach has had their own kind of way to maneuver through it. How has it affected you this year? Um, as far as the number of positive cases, more so this year than last year, which is kind of shocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, thankfully, we had a bunch early September, but we have had a few since then, but just, you know, maybe two positives and one or two contact trace. And it, and it hasn't, I, I think the new variant isn't quite as bad as what the first one was because it really knocked, I think that one got your lungs a little bit more, the first right. one. Second one, it was more kind of a sinus issue. Uh, what either Neither one of them are good, obviously, but this one, the second one, didn't seem to be as bad. So having some of them out for a while, the second one didn't seem, because last year when people got that first one, they were out you know, for a week or two, and then it took them a while to recover even after that. Well, Steve, we appreciate you. Best of luck for the uh, last chance to meet. Hopefully we get a bunch more qualified there. Thanks. Thank you very much. All right, when we come back here on Tex-Ags Radio, presented by David Gardner's Jewelers, Kendall Rogers, talk a little Aggie baseball with him here. Uh, We also have Coach Gary Blair coming up very, very soon on the program. Chris Landry stops by at 920, so it's going to be a loaded 9 o'clock hour. And then 10 o'clock, Bronny in studio, recruiting country, presented by Caprock Health System. So we'll keep it all rolling here on Tex-Ags Radio on a Wednesday. With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.